Okay, we are coming up on 740 at News Talk 1400 DWS. Dave Gentry with you. Steve Beckett in studio this morning. Steve, how are you, sir? Merry Christmas, Dave. It's <laughs> Merry great Christmas to, see to you. you. I'm, I'm glad I got to come in on the third Friday instead of the fourth because I got to come in to spread some Christmas cheer. And it's something I think we dreadfully need is some Christmas cheer. I, I think that too. I really do, Steve. Well, let's talk a little about the debate last night. What do you say? Um, it's uh, people picking on each other. It really is. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, well, I, Pete Buttigieg last night, they're all over him. South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg, who's risen to be near the top of the polls in Iowa, whose caucuses will uh, uh, start the primary season voting in just a few weeks, was the main target of fire last night in a Democratic debate in Los Angeles, which had a smaller field of seven candidates. I, I, I don't get this whole thing with uh, Cory Booker, Ed Castro, about, well, we should be included in this darn debate. I, I well, get I, what I, they're saying, but... I, I guess I do, too, but... Um, the early debates when there were so many people, you know, it's like your head was spinning around. It was. It's it's hard to. It's almost like listening to a, a House uh, impeachment committee. You know, <laughs> it's just five minutes of this and five minutes of this and five minutes of this and five minutes of this, and pretty soon you think you've heard that before, and you know you've heard it before. You it doesn't make any difference who's talking. You've heard it before, and you know it's just it it becomes not as interesting as it could be. Well, Senator, uh, or, uh, you know, Mayor Buttigieg, Senator Elizabeth Warren blasted him over holding a high-dollar fundraiser in a wine cave. Somehow that just set her off, and so she was all over him. And he was saying, hey, I've probably got fewer bucks than anybody on the stage here. But uh, well, that was kind of fun. Isn't money the bad part of politics, huh? It is. And it's a necessary evil. Everybody's got to have it. Sure is. Senator Amy Klobuchar highlighted the uh, 37-year-old's relative lack of experience. With the debate coming the day after President Trump was impeached, the first question asked was about that. Their responses included uh, Klobuchar calling what Trump did involving the Ukraine global Watergate and Warren calling Trump the most corrupt president in living history. Happy holidays. That's all I, you know... (laughs) What can I say? I'm trying to bring a spirit of joy you are. to everyone. And, you uh, are. You know, I'm just getting inundated with this uh, hateful speech uh, from Democrats and Republicans uh, alike. And I'm just Boy. trying to take a few days to have a respite from uh, politics. Uh, aren't you, Dave? Sure. Let's try something else. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the Senate trial of President Trump on the articles of impeachment may be delayed. What, what do you make of this? House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has hinted she won't transmit the articles till she's certain that the Republican-controlled Senate will follow a fair process. Well, let's, um, you're, you're forcing me to say something, aren't you? <laughs> so I, I just want to get your it's, opinion. Uh, it's ironic. Uh, after the Republicans screamed uh, only about process yeah. in the House to have them now deflect the criticism of process in the Senate. Um, I would think that the American people would like to know the entire story 
the good, the bad, and the ugly about the Ukraine if, in fact, there's going to be a meaningful decision about whether or not the president should be removed. Um, the Republicans in the Senate, the leadership in the Senate, uh, acts as if they want a slam-bam, thank you, ma'am, kind of proceeding right. uh, where the president is so-called vindicated from the those awful people in the House of Representatives. So what do you think is going to happen in the Senate? Is Mitch McConnell going to get his way and just... I think Mitch McConnell runs the Senate. Well, that's like Nancy runs the House. That was my take on it. And she's saying, well, they need to do this and that. And I think they're kind of going, well, that's fine, but that's not even. Yeah, the last time I looked, you were in the House of Representatives and Mitch McConnell is in the Senate. And I think that's the way it's probably going to go. Do you think the Democrats finally looked at it and went, well, maybe we just won't bring it up then? No, I don't think so. I think there'll be a I think there'll be a trial. I think the Democrats ultimately uh, decided. Um, what, I think two ways. You know, first of all, if uh, I don't, if our listeners have ever taken an oath of office, uh, I, you know, I was in that position and, and had to make um, unpopular decisions sure. that were based on what I thought was right and wrong, and um, I got. I got criticized from my own party by some of the de- about some of the decisions that I've made, but I think government servants who take an oath, who take it seriously, stop and reflect about what they're saying and what they're doing. Now there are others that the party drives everything, and what the party wants, that's what the the party gets. So it's that kind of uncertainty that I think is always in there in politics, and so there may be some Republicans in the Senate who feel that they're going to be criticized and in their heart they think having a speedy process where no witnesses are called is bad. And so if there are 51 votes that say the process ought to be this, then whatever Mitch McConnell wants to do, that that's not going to make any difference. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens next in that little dilemma, isn't it? Christianity Today, an influential evangelical magazine, has called for the removal of President Trump from office, deeming his actions profoundly immoral. Surprise, surprise. The editor, <laughs> the editorial by Editor-in-Chief Mark Galley caused such a stir that its website was intermittently unavailable last night. So many people got on, I guess, to read it. <clears throat> well, uh, because he's president and because... For instance, you just sort of stop and think, uh, as a Republican, what can we get done? Well, we can appoint these conservative judges. Let's get it done. Let's get as many of them as we possibly can. Forget about these personal characteristics and family values that were always important to us. But now we see a a conservative uh, part of the party stepping forward saying, well, maybe it really does make a difference. Okay, here's Mary Lachlan. Believe she's going to be exonerated. She because she gave five hundred thousand dollars, and she really, really thought <laughs> that that five hundred thousand dollars was the actual cost of getting this counseling to get her child into college. Well, now she's saying she believes she was tricked by Rick Singer, the accused mastermind behind the college admission scandal. The uh, source told the magazine that Full House star believes the evidence will prove that uh, Singer hoodwinked her and that she will be exonerated. Well, we'll see what a jury will buy, I guess. (laughs) Well, Lachlan and her husband, Mosimo Giannulli, have pleaded not guilty to charges they knowingly bribed their daughters Olivia and Bella's way into the uh, 
USC with uh, $500,000. They're no longer students there. That defense uh, tests my idea of common sense. And I would think a jury of uh, peers would find uh, common sense telling them that I'm really going to pay somebody $500,000 and this is for counseling my daughter to get her on the right path to get admitted to college. That's having, troubling, troubling. You're having trouble buying that. I huh? am having trouble. Do you think Lori should have pled guilty like her? Well, you know, everybody else that show everybody else that uh, that pled guilty um, got really light uh, sentences and I think will move on with their lives. Um, if uh, if she doesn't uh, sort of take the deal, I think she's going to get hit pretty hard. Mm. Okay. Well, what kind of Christmas plans have you got, Steve? Um, my kids and my grandkids were all staying here um, for even though it's bowl time and we typically have followed the the team. Uh, it was just a little too far for us, and yeah. given the schedules uh, that we all have at work, just uh, can't be done. So we'll be supporting the Illini from uh, from home. All right, Steve Beckett. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Uh, do you Thanks feel even here. a little more joyful? I, I, I do. I really do. <laughs> we got more coming up on DWS.